0: Insurance Town. I'm the mayor, Heath Sheeran, and the host of this podcast, guys. Thank you so much for the love and the downloads and support you've given me. It means the world to me, guys. Also, I need to know: Do you guys spend an enormous amount of time chasing down your prospects to get a quote, uh, trying to get all that information that you need for this driver's information or claims information, or even trying to get their deck pages in general from them? That could be a long and tedious and intrusive process. Well, my man Tolga over at Canopy Connect and his team has created an incredible one-click solution to solve all those problems for you. And I would love for you to find out more information about that. Reach out to him, app.usecanopy.com backslash Heath, and you can get discounts, you could schedule a demo, or you can just get to know my man Tolga over there. He does a great, great job. Now, on to today's show I'm super excited about today's show because I've got my friend Rogoff Tana on the show today, and he's come up with a great product to help with commercial lines to make that small commercial profitable. To make the process easier to uh, one place to put all the information in, you can scatter it out to all the carriers you represent or that you want to quote that risk. It's going to be fantastic. It is fantastic. I can't wait for you to hear the show. He tells us all about being involved in his father's agency. He talks about working for the carrier. He also talks about what he's done so far with Tarmica and all the cool stuff they've got coming out later. Don't turn this off till you get to the very end. It's such a good one. You're going to love it. So sit back, relax, and enjoy my conversation with Mr. Rags, Tana. Hi, right, what's going on, brother?
1: Not much, man. I'm excited to
0: be here. You notice I got scared, so I went brother instead of off or Rags. <laughs> or, you know. It's not
1: the easiest uh, thing to say.
0: <laughs> well, you know, I uh, my name is as simple as Heath, and I get Keith or Pete <laughs> or... I get all kinds of screwed up versions of heat. I don't know how that happens.
1: I got I got Ryan last week, and that's that's near impossible to get to my name.
0: So. <laughs> that's when you know it's a telemarketer for sure. <laughs> so anyhow, um, how's life treating you up there in Boston?
1: It's going well. Hey, we had snow in October, and now it's November twelfth, and we have what seventy five degrees and sunny. So I, I'll it's take not, yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy. Uh, say that again. It's back to golf season again.
0: Yeah. So, um, are you a big golfer?
1: I am, and the Masters start today. So today's like my Christmas, dude.
0: You're exactly right. Nope. Exactly right. Um, it's weird not seeing it in April. So I'll be interested to see how that works out.
1: As long as, as long as Tiger gets the green jacket, I'm happy. <laughs> oh,
0: thank you. Another Tiger fan. Um, okay. So where I live, uh, I'm literally within uh, a chip shot of. Four golf courses where I live, so um, I'm terrible at it, but uh, my wife and I, and we've gotten my youngest daughter, who's 10 now, she started playing three years ago, so we're hoping that's our college scholarship
1: athlete. It's it's the one sport that no matter how bad you are, you can still go out and play. And, no and have can, a good time. They're, they're probably just as bad as you are.
0: <laughs> right? Just drink another beer, your swing lube will work better that way.
1: Exactly.
0: But... Anywho, so let's uh, let's hear about uh, a little bit more about you. Let's take a walk down memory lane and uh, let's talk a little bit about you. Tell me,
1: yeah. So I uh, I grew up in Boston, about twenty minutes outside the city. Um, my family's lived here since I was little. Obviously, um, parents came over from India back in the seventies, and my dad got right into insurance pretty much. So I've been an insurance brat since I was born. Um, started his own agency, and he's been running that for about twenty five years now. And you know when I When I went to Bentley up here, I went to college. The plan always was to take over his agency eventually. And I think that was his plan as well. Um, Went and worked at Travelers for a few years, started at his agency. Uh, And then we came up with this idea to start Tarmica, a commercial line submissions platform, uh, make the agency's lives a little more efficient and easier. Um, So I went to his office one day and I told him that I didn't think I was going to take over his agency anymore and I wanted to start this company. Um, which probably didn't go over too well, but he was supportive. And he, I mean, he's our first investor. He loved the idea. He's had this idea for, for 15 years, just didn't think it was possible. Um, so one thing led to another and we started the company, but it is funny because it's, no one really gets into insurance on purpose, it seems like. And I kind of feel the same way. Um, I was only doing it because he was in it. It wasn't something that I thought when I was in college, I was like, okay, insurance is the most fun industry humanly possible. I'm definitely going to do it. But starting this company, I've realized it is, I mean, it's pretty enjoyable for me.
0: Dude, I'm right there with you. Uh, I'm a second generation insurance guy myself. My dad is still selling insurance. He's gangster at 77 years old, (laughs) still selling insurance. In fact, he was telling me yesterday, his birthday was November 8th. And uh, he was telling me, he just landed another big account and he had to go take care of some stuff. And I'm like, dude, 77 slow down, bro. But you know, he's still doing it. So I get it. And it was one of those things where, uh um, same story. It sounds like, except for I didn't invent a cool company, but um, he wanted me to take over the agency still to this day. He wants me to take over his book of business and take over for him. Uh, but just not something I wanted to do. I wanted to you know, do my own thing and get out from underneath Wayne's shadow. And so I can relate there. So was that for you a difficult conversation to have with dad to say, you know, mm. thanks, you know, appreciate everything, but I'm out. And do you have brothers? I've got three brothers. So I wondered if any of your brothers would take over the agency.
1: Yeah, I got. I have a brother and I have a sister, but I mean, it, to be honest, I don't think you could meet a more supportive person than than my dad. So it was kind of like I went in there and I told him what I wanted to do, um, and I don't think he could have given me a faster yeah. Let me invest in you. It was pretty much like that's him. awesome. I'm all in. So he's. I mean, he's always been like that with everything. So I mean, starting this company. I mean, he's just as involved now as he was when we first started. Uh, I I talk to him every day on the phone. He's asking me what's going on. Uh, whether I have meetings at you know seven a m six a m or or ten p m he still wants to hear about them, um, so I still think he has in the back of his mind that no matter what i 'm going to come take over at some point and he 'll just work an extra ten years instead, um, but we 'll have that conversation when when we need to
0: yeah, I hear you, and you know he talks about early in the morning. For those who are listening or every time you're listening, this dude got me up at five o'clock this morning to record a podcast. So the mayor's up early, but you know, it's all good. Uh, I guess I didn't think about the time difference when I said, yeah, we could do morning time that early. Uh, So I had to get up at five just to get awake. But anyway, um, so, okay. So talk to me a little bit. Okay. So how long did you spend in the agency and were you doing commercial when you're in the agency, you're personal. What were you doing in the
1: agency? So I didn't actually write any personal accounts myself. Um, okay. Off to one of the other producers, CSRs in the office, because I honestly don't understand personal insurance all that well. Um, I only wrote commercial and that's his agency, is 75% commercial anyway. So I wrote commercial for about two years, mostly small commercial, mostly small business. But we had a couple of accounts that hit you know, the 1 million mark in premium. Um, and that's just from him having established clientele that was starting new companies, acquiring companies, stuff like that. Um, and I was kind of taking over some of his relationships as well while I built my own book. So it was it was interesting for me to come into this side only focus on small commercial, um, realize what premiums look like, what some you know guys like Marsh McLennan probably think small commercial is compared to a mom and pop agency think small commercial is. So it's interesting to see the the stark difference between the two. Um, definitely a learning experience starting the tech side of things versus the agency side of things, but both come with their own challenges. Um, and I think, I think we're getting a little better day by day on it. Yeah.
0: So, you know, okay. So you come in, you come out of school, you go work for dad, you do this. And then, you know, was technology a thing that was uh, like you were into, or were you guys a sales guy
1: or how did you end up from there to Tarmica? So I am a hundred percent a sales guy as that is what I'm good at. That's what I know. Uh, the tech side of things comes from our co-founder. Um, I do have a tech background. I do understand it. I, do, did, I was interested in all technology, but I didn't really have any plans to build this company. I knew what I wanted to do, but I had no idea how to get there, um, which is how I feel like most co-founders talk about their products. They say, I knew what I wanted, but I didn't know what to do. So our co-founder came in and she pretty much solved every technical issue we possibly could have had. She hired a team, she focused on building up the tech, and I focused on building up the sales component. Um, so it actually works out pretty well. If you have, I've learned over the last few years a lot of the stuff that I didn't know. Um, but if you don't know anything going in, you have blind faith in the other person, which is great, and it really helps that company grow because she knows what she's doing, I know what I'm doing, and we keep growing the company.
0: That's fantastic. Okay, so uh, for those who've listened, know this about me, but you know, for you, so I was a, an agent for several years, uh, a couple different times. And my focus is always on commercial. And, uh, so Tarmica is fairly new. So it wasn't around when I was fully selling. Um, uh, and you know, one of the biggest struggles for me in commercial, but that's all I, I'm like you, I didn't know personal lines very well and didn't want to, but, uh, that process, you know, of getting it from start to finish of getting quotes sometimes can take forever, or you can get up, get on the bottom of a pile you know, of an underwriter sometimes, or, you know, if you, you know, get it in too soon or too late, you know, there's that, you know, like I said, that time element in commercial that can sometimes lose a deal for you. And I was a commercial rep, uh, for a company called EMC, um, for I guess eight, nine years. And, um, you know, one of the biggest things that we would tell our agents, we tried to be as efficient as possible with that. But we would try to tell them, you know, a lot of times this first one in is usually the first one out and you can usually win those. But it was a matter of, you know, getting that to happen. So is that something that you saw as an agent and why Tarmica
1: became such a big deal to you? Tarmica became a a big deal to me because I had one account in particular, which I submitted to eight companies and all eight declined after I went through the entire process. And I probably was just having a bad day um, and I was pissed off about it. And I was like, you know what? Screw this. I'm going to go find a company that can do this in one instance. I can just submit it once and everyone will give me a quote back. I didn't find anything that I liked or anything that worked properly. And that's, that's honestly when I went into my dad's office, I said, we're going to do this. Because it, it didn't exist. And if it did exist, it was using outdated technology that doesn't actually work all that well. The carriers weren't involved. The carriers didn't have the relationship with the tech company. I think that's the most important part about insurance, not just from the agency side and your client. And the carrier side and the agency, the tech company also needs to have a really deep relationship with the carriers and their agency partners to make this all work properly.
0: Yeah. So it was that. Okay. so what was the Okay. so that one account and I get it, you know, sometimes you would spend all that time, you know, putting it at different systems, getting the Accord apps together you know, trying to track down, you know, loss runs and trying to get all this information together. Um, so you found that pain point. And uh, did you see other pain points within the agency you were at or other ones
1: you talked to? Yeah, I think, I mean, we know that the insurance industry is a little bit antiquated as is, right? So if you look across the, the industry and all these insured techs that are coming out now, all these agency focused technologies that are coming out now, there are pain points in every agency. I mean, you talk about uh, even claims handling, billing solutions. Um, Quoting is a big one, obviously. Even the download capabilities, to some extent, if it's not downloading and all the data is not pulling into your AMS properly, I mean, that could create an issue. And then there's the AMS system issue. So some AMS systems work really well for an agency like my dad's, and that same AMS system might not work as well for an agency that you ran. So it depends on who you are. But I think there's so many inefficiencies Not just at agencies, but carriers and the way we we treat our clients, the way we partner with our clients. I just think that every industry has these issues, but because I'm so ingrained in insurance, I notice them more. And it's not to say that it's not a good business. There's just inefficiencies in every business. And there's always going to be new companies trying to fix those inefficiencies. There's always going to be successful companies that come out of it. Because they're always gonna have better ways to solve these problems.
0: So uh, as far as those inefficiencies go, uh, can you dive into you know a couple of those that you've seen that you feel like you're solving with Tarmica? And yeah. tell me this, wait let, let me interrupt you for a second. I'm sorry. I gotta know where Tarmica, where the name <laughs> so, I have heard you on other podcasts, but I don't know if you answered that question. Um, what what is Tarmica?
1: So I said by this point in in Tarmica's lifespan I would come up with a real story. Um <laughs> I still don't have one. So we started the company without a name. And we didn't have a name for a long time. But we had a logo with a T on it. And the T, I don't know why we chose T, maybe because it was my last name. And we had the logo with the T on it. So when we started coming up with names, it had to start with a T. And our co-founder came up with a word that I don't, And to be honest, I don't remember any of this. I just remember she came up with a word and it didn't start with a T. And I said, all right, whatever you just said, let's change the first letter to a T and we'll call that our, our company name. And that's how this all happened. So it actually has absolutely no meaning. <laughs> <And> that's fantastic. <laughs> I will come up with a r- real story. I, I, I'll give myself until until April. So six months, I will come up with a real story. Oh, that is funny. <laughs>
0: Uh, all right. So going back to my original question, but I had to get that out. So I have ADD. I'm starting to kick in. You can see my coffee's kicking in. I'm starting to wake up. So the squirrels are everywhere right now. And I'm, you know, But anyway, so back to some of those, what was my original question? <laughs> so back to those inefficiencies uh, that you were seeing. Uh, I think that's what I asked. Uh, if uh-huh. you remember, go ahead and make me look good here because I'm failing here.
1: Yeah. Inefficiencies that we we're trying to solve for. Uh, that was the original question. There's 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 a few. The, the biggest one that we're trying to solve for is duplicate entry. Uh, agencies right now spend hours on duplicating their information, whether that's in their AMS, in the carrier systems, in Accord apps, everywhere. You're always typing the same information. It's a mundane, tedious task that CSRs are doing, and it would save them hours of time by using a system like ours. That's the biggest one. But second, it's providing carriers the ability to see quotes that they don't previously get. So there's a lot of classes of business that agencies assume a carrier like you know Liberty Mutual or CNA employers isn't going to write. And going through the system, we use Ask Kodiak for uh, Nakes Appetite. You search the Nakes Appetite and Ask Kodiak tells us, hey, all these carriers can write it and they can go through the quote flow and submit to all the carriers that have an appetite for it. So that's a huge solution for the agency, because now you're submitting business to carriers that previously weren't getting those landscapers, those liquor stores, those convenience stores, whatever it is, because you didn't think they could write them, but they actually can, and they do it competitively. That's awesome.
0: And that's a, that's a big thing. So let me ask you this. Okay. So uh, one of the things that You know, and this was several years ago, but I'm sure it's still going on because you talk about antiquated. So a lot of times some agency or some carriers uh, that I worked for anyway, still wanted Accord apps. So can you convert that from your system to an Accord app and then still email that off in a PDF form of some sort?
1: So that's one of the new features. So we're talking about some of our new features that are coming in the coming months. That Accord app download is a huge one that we've been working on for a bit. In the Accord app upload. And we're hoping to release that in December.
0: I didn't mean to steal your thunder on that. It was just something I thought would be cool. Yeah, so I'm glad we're on the same page there.
1: <laughs> everyone everyone always asks about it. And it's funny that you just brought it up because that's one of the things that we've been working on for a while. But you can do it in a way where Accord apps can download, but it doesn't cover all the data. And that's what 99% of Accord integrations do, is it downloads these Accord apps that are kind of unclear on what you're trying to accomplish. Our system's goal is to get all the data into that Accord app so... Everything is covered.
0: That's awesome. I think that would be huge. Uh, and so, uh, any any other inefficiencies that you saw that you wanted to, to discuss, if uh, not, we could
1: edit this part out. But I just wanted to know if there's anything else. So, I think I think the biggest one for me right now is is the data component of things. I know that a lot of carriers and a lot of AMS systems, agents, larger agencies are providing data analytics and data insights and doing all this stuff with their data but it's 10% of the picture it's not covering everything that you need to cover to get a proper understanding of what's going on and that's literally only true in the insurance industry if you look at any other industry if you look at you know cars if you look at hotels if you look at you know anything else you can track everything that's going on that you need to know to make your company do better. In insurance, you have no idea. I, 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 we were talking about this to an agency the other day. They have no idea how much time they spent on quoting in the month of October. They don't know how many policies they bound versus quoted in the month of October. They don't know how many carriers they submitted to in the month of October. They don't know how many carriers declined those quoted businesses in the month of October. How can you go run a business without knowing everything that you're doing day after day after day So then the next month you can improve and the next month you can improve because every hour that CSR, that producer spends on something that's not making you money is actually losing you money. So that's what we're focused on. So we have an entire data analytics tool that tracks every click in our system. So you know what your CSRs are doing at all times, see if they're quoting properly, if they're quoting enough carriers, how those carriers are performing more importantly so you can go back to the carrier and get better results from them. So as CSR agent, Owner or the agency, whatever, I could
0: get into my Tarmica portal at, or by whatever you want to call it, and my login, and I could look at, okay, so this month, I'm guessing, so you tell me if I'm right or wrong. I could look at, okay, of the 47 accounts that we quoted, you know, 20 of them went to travelers, 10 of them went to this one, five of them went here. Um, these are the ones we won, these ones we didn't want. This is how much time it took. Is that the kind of stuff you're talking?
1: Yeah, so we can do everything except for the, the time elements a report that we can pass off. The time element's not in the dashboard because it's a little more finicky, but the yeah. quoted premium, the number of quotes you submitted, the carriers you submitted to, the carriers that you bound with, all that stuff we can track. And you need to know it because if yeah. you, don't, then you're going to end up spent, spinning your wheels on accounts that you're never going to get on classes of business that you're never going to want to write. And then if you take that data and combine it with your loss information, you can get a very clear picture on how to get more profit sharing and how to get better accounts.
0: Yeah. Okay. So, um, that's awesome. Uh, so you're okay. Talk to me about this. Okay. So rumors that I've heard going on this data piece, uh, you're on some Seth Zaremba level here. So have y'all partnered up with them? Is that a thing Did I hear a rumor?
1: Yeah. So I'm, I'm a big, I'm a big fan of the insure tech ecosystem. The, uh, broker tech ecosystem, whatever you want to call it. So we've partnered with a lot of insure tech, um, a lot of companies that are in the space because we think that you can solve for what you do really well. And the other people that are working on their problems and their inefficiencies can help you develop a more holistic approach. So i partnered with with Setsurembo. We've uh, done integration with Ask have uh, We're doing an integration with Better Agency. We've done some integrations with different variations of Salesforce. We're, in, you know, we're talking to companies like Baruna like right now. Now, we're going through all this stuff because if you talk about getting better access to data, we're only one piece of it. Seth is trying to get, build that holistic approach. So he's a pretty big component. But there are so many other companies that have to be involved in order to get everything. And then, you know, we work with Aureus Analytics. We're about to start working with Aureus Analytics. Aureus Analytics is like the king of data insights. I mean, they're doing everything that you need to build that that data component that every agency needs to see, every carrier needs to see. So when you talk about all these companies coming together, it builds a pretty solid system. Sure does. And so
0: I'm also thinking that through Tarmica and through that data, you could probably be able to identify some some niches that you could get into through you know your agency or through using that technology you created and you know the old saying of the riches are in the niches. And so I would think, you know, being a generalist, you know, has gotten more difficult and you can make it a little easier to be in the niches
1: using Tarmica. Am I right? Yeah. So we, we have this entire white label solution that you can pass off to, you know, even to go agency to consumer. You can say, I want to write every, I don't know, McDonald's in the state of Connecticut. And you could go ahead and build this marketing campaign pass this system to uh, all McDonald's. They could quote it themselves in under four minutes and you could go out and have one sales guy go in and close every one of those deals all from Tarmica. That's amazing. And that's, 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 what, that's how this whole all started too with one of our larger agencies. They came in and They said, we want to do these 50 niches, help us build them. And you know, for us, obviously that's a big partnership, but for them, I mean, they understand that if they can close on any of those deals, that they just quoted, you know, five hundred franchises with one carrier, that's gonna give them a higher commission percentage. And it took them what, you know, a couple thousand dollars of marketing spend. That's incredible.
0: So um my, my next question to you, because I've got uh, a lot of carrier friends of mine that listen to my show as well. Um, and so what would you say to, to carrier reps as you're getting this rolled out to agents and whatnot? Is there anything
1: that you would tell them? Yeah, so I, I say the same thing every time. We, we need carriers more than carriers will ever need Tarmica um, or any of our systems. We we enjoy working with them. We're collaborative and we provide data insights to them as well. Um but carriers are what make, I mean, agencies make carriers successful, but carriers equally make agencies successful. So the carrier partners that we have now, I think, believe that there's a better way to do business. There's an easier way to do business and they want to better their agencies. And that's why they partnered with us. But at the same time, without them, I mean, we would be nothing, right? So we have 26 carriers on the platform now, um, and we need every one of those 26, and we need to keep growing that number. So now
0: if I were coming from a carrier perspective, which is where I spent majority of my career, and it sounds like, you know, you were travelers, you spent some time there too. If I'm a carrier guy and and I'm, you know, involved with Tarmica, is there a way on the back, on the flip side of that, that I could look at the agencies that have quoted with me and which ones were successful, which me and which ones were not, and kind of go at it from that perspective as well?
1: Yeah. So we provide that exact same dashboard to the carriers. They can see Any of their appointed agencies and how they're performing with that specific carrier. So now, if I'm carrier X and I want to see my 500 agencies that are looking that are quoting me, I can see how many times they quoted me, how many times they bound with me, uh, how many times they just didn't submit a quote even though I was in appetite. So I can see all of that stuff. It's anonymized and aggregated, obviously, but it provides a pretty clear picture.
0: Yeah, and that was one of the things that. You know, I, I did love about as we forward further to data and the reports that I could pull as a carrier rep because I would go into agencies and yeah, we, we quoted you and we're trying, but you just aren't competitive. But I never had that BS meter to be able to say, you know, did you really? Or are you just telling me that? And so this would kind of give me that BS meter to be like, you know what? You didn't really quote me. You didn't really try. But this is an opportunity for them to really do that. And you can show me that.
1: Yeah, you can track just about everything. So think about this. I mean, you know, whenever someone calls you and they say, as a carrier rep, hey, you know, we quoted you 50 times and you guys weren't competitive once. Now you pull that report and you're like, well, actually you quoted me once and we weren't competitive once. <laughs> right? That happens. I mean, I like, I'm, yeah. over here, I'm over here running a SaaS company and every time we have an agency calls, I'm like, hey, you know, you know how do we get? How do we use the system better? And I tell our customer success people, I'm like, I mean, the answer is log into the system. You logged in once or you logged in three times. You actually have to use it to get uh, efficiencies out of it. And that was probably the hardest part up front was getting adoption, is getting people to actually use it because it's a change of workflow. And it took months over months over months to get people to start using it. And Now that they are, I don't think they'll go back. But at first it was like, I don't understand how you can pay for a system that's supposed to save you time and then keep doing what you're doing on a day to day basis and not log in and then call us and say, how do I get better at using your system? The answer is always the same. Actually just do it and it'll work. Right. Okay.
0: Uh, so all this stuff we're getting into, and like I said, my coffee's finally kicked in and so my brain's working. And one of the things that again, going back to that time element and, you know, the, the amount of time it would take uh, to get just the cord apps filled out and going into every system, you're already knocking some of that out for these, for these agents, now, um, so you're, I'm, a, I'm guessing um, that obviously you could do larger accounts, but this is more geared for making small commercial sexy and you know, making it profitable.
1: So our entire system at first was designed for accounts that range between you know, 2000 two to 5000 premium. At least that's what I expected. And then um, for the last you know, six months, we've seen accounts coming at $75,000, $150,000, $205,000. And I wasn't expecting that. So our average premium, at first, I expect to be two to five. It's ranging right now, like the month of November so far, it's ranging at about 12. And that's what's strange to me is that people aren't just quoting the smaller accounts or quoting what I consider kind of like mid-sized accounts. And when you get over 100,000 in premium, I don't consider that small anymore. Some people probably do. Yeah. But my my
0: question would be, there's got to be, and again, please debunk this, or otherwise you're going to hate me after this question. But I would think there'd be a lot of kickouts within Tarmica because once you get those larger accounts, there's a lot more data that goes in. There's a lot more complications in underwriting. There's a lot more things like that that go into it. That was the biggest frustration for me as an agent. I'd fill this out and be like, oh, we also need this. i have to go back to my client.
1: Yeah, it's a little different. Uh, So we we built in this logic on our underwriting questions that essentially add dynamic questions based on the account. So we're pulling these additional questions if needed. But – you're right. There are situations where there's more information needed. So instead of saying, hey, the premium is $55,000, it'll say this quote is now in the carrier system. Press this button, it'll deep link you into the carrier system and fill out these additional seven and you'll be done and it takes you that directly to that page. So we're trying to solve for the, the inefficiencies that would annoy someone as well. And if I were an agent and I said, okay, I filled in all this information, the premium is $55,000. Now I'm going to go into the carrier answer seven more questions. Now the premium is 72000 That would piss me off. So we don't want to do that. So we have that quote and carrier system just for those situations.
0: And that's the thing that goes along with Raiders, you know, even on the personal side would be, you know, you get in, you get this great quote. And when you bridge it over, sometimes the quote comes up higher, sometimes it's lower. But you know, that was the other question I would have, which is another sensitive thing. It's another Exciting thing about commercial is negotiating with those underwriters and building that relationship with those underwriters and understanding that a lot of times you're not just selling to the client, you're also selling that account to the underwriter and to the carrier, as you know, from traveler days, uh, I guess you were in the small commercial or mid-market. You understand that relationship as well. This doesn't replace that relationship, but I'm guessing it does make a difference and it changes that dynamic a little bit.
1: Yeah, so it's it's funny because I think what I like what I said earlier, relationships are still the most important thing. The goal of Tarmica was never to Get you to quote bind issue a policy it was to get you to get the data into the carrier system faster and then do what you normally do with your underwriter call your underwriter and say hey I need 10% credit because this guy owns 50 other businesses and he writes all of them Big that's what matters I mean that's what that's what blows my mind is people think that you know this this idea is all right it gets rid of underwriters it gets rid of um, agencies whatever you want to call it it does everything but that it great right. for you it speeds up the quoting process and then you do what you normally do as an agent. That's
0: exactly what I wanted to hear from you. And I'm glad you said that because there are agents out there that do think that way. And it's, you know, almost asinine to say, you know, you're here to replace underwriters or you're here to replace the process. I think like you said earlier, you're here to help the front end of the loading of the information to speed that up. And you know, that's a lot of it takes so long and being able to get that out and disperse that to all your carriers. That's incredible. So um, you know, we've talked about that and then you're, you're in with the data stuff uh, with, with Seth Zaremba and whatnot. Now, um, you know, I think that's fantastic. And all the different people you mentioned, Ask Kodiak, and you've got, you know, uh, better agency you're you know integrating with and all those different, you know, players there. So, uh, if I'm an agent listening to this and I'm thinking this sounds like it's going to be super expensive or it's going to be something that I can't afford for my agency. Uh, what do you say to that?
1: And so our product's actually pretty cheap. Is it's extremely cheap actually for for agencies. So we charge a simple monthly license fee. It's tiered based on size of agency. Um, Okay,
0: so it's not a percentage. It's a it's a set, but it's tiered.
1: It's tiered, but there's no. You can submit ten thousand transactions at the same price. It's just a user fee. It's a seat license. Um, And the reason we did it that way is we want everyone to know that we're just a tech company. We don't want any percentage or commission. We don't want a transaction. We don't want to be the agency. We're just a tech company. And it's funny. I had an agency the other day, one of our sales reps was on a call with the agency and I had talked to that agency before. And I remember this conversation because he said, you know, this idea is not, he goes, this isn't a great idea. He goes, it's simple. And he was like, what you came up with is simple. And I was like, I'm a simple guy. I was like, it's not, it's not a genius. It's not a genius idea. It was just something that no one was doing the way I wanted it to be done. So I did it.
0: Yeah. That's perfect. Uh, And and I like to hear that because you know, I know there's, you know, there was people, and if you didn't hear him, I'm going to say it again, it's, it's inexpensive, and it's something you could easily do, because that's something that a lot of people will, you know, just immediately think, I can't afford this technology, or they'll think, there's so much tech out there, what, what do I use, and how do I get there? And one of the conversations I had, and again, I've been on this commercial kick lately uh, between Carruthers and then Scott Knowles last week. So, you know, one of the things that Scott and I talked about, and I'm I'm sure this has got to be an issue with you sometimes, uh, is, you know, adopting the technology. It's one thing to buy it and put it, you know, on the desk. But again, to get your people to use it, is that something you run into is teaching them, okay, this is, it's pretty on your desk or in your computer, but now you got to use it every day. Is that something you're struggling with, or getting people to figure out?
1: Yeah, it's it's funny because we we definitely struggle with getting adoption in the first within uh, the first couple months of starting the company and releasing it to agencies. Now that's changed a little bit. It's become a lot easier because now the name's out there. People know it's working properly. People have all their carriers in there, and we have an awesome team here. So I don't obviously train anybody. And to be honest, I was saying this the other day. I tried to do a demo of our platform, and I, I suck at it now. I mean, I. I miss all the important components. So I just avoid doing demos now, but we have an awesome team that does training, does onboardings, um, tracks all the quotes to make sure that they're, they're touching base with the clients and the agencies and making sure everyone's happy. So, I mean, they all do all the real work and I kind of sit here and I do podcasts all the time. And that's, that's about the only contribution I have.
0: <laughs> I highly doubt that <laughs> it does sound like uh, this, this, An incredible revolutionary technology, just a good tech, even though you said it's simple, but it's something we've all been waiting on. You know, there's been personal lines raiders for years. And even though some of those are clunky and some are difficult, but there's still a huge value add to an agency. So I'm glad you came up with this. And, um, you know, this is incredible. And I hear people, you know, like Hanley, who just gush over it and people that I've talked to that have the technology and that work with Tarmica just absolutely adore it. So obviously you're doing something right. Is there anything besides what we talked about earlier when I stole your thunder, anything else new you're working on? Anything else exciting, you know, for those out there listening, they're like, Man, I'm hooked. I'm in. Maybe you could throw something else out at them.
1: Yeah. So the I think the biggest thing that we're we're doing right now is we're building this kind of this, I don't want to call it a dashboard, but it's it's kind of like a dashboard where you can see all the stuff that you're doing within Tarmica, but it also ties into all of your internal systems. So We've done a few Salesforce integrations. You'd be able to click a button here and go to Salesforce. You could click a button here and see your data dashboard within Tarmica. Um, Click a button here if you're tied into Better Agency and go to Better Agency or Aureus Analytics, whatever our connection points are with all these companies. Um, And we're doing that because over time, we want to build as many integrations into all these companies that agencies need as humanly possible. And it doesn't sound all that crazy, but when you think about it, if you have a single place where you can get data into all these different systems just by clicking a button, it's extremely helpful, and now you're seeing a single entry into one system, whether that be your AMS, your Salesforce, your your CRM, whatever it is, and it pushes data into Tarmika to remarket, to requote, to do whatever. But then it comes back into your Salesforce, your AMS, your CRM. So everything is now connected, and that's what we've been working on for seven months. It's not done yet, but. I mean, that's we're pretty close.
0: That's incredible. It's only taken us a hundred years to finally get to this place,
1: but you know, from hey, anyway, your startup seven months is a long time to be yeah. working on something. You know, we we didn't we took us a year to build our first product, and yeah. it sucked. It was a terrible product. I wouldn't want <laughs> anyone to use it. And then we released the better version in November of 2019, and then we just kept making better better improvements over time. So it's been a
0: year now then since you've got the the good product as you
1: say, and it's been a year now so it's yeah we're in we're in 32 states now we have a lot of users on it and we have 27 carriers so now you in arkansas yet i'm not the person to ask that too i don't know where our agencies are i think we gotta gotta get you there i think we have one agency in arkansas maybe maybe your dad will sign up
0: yeah maybe (laughs) (laughs) uh You know, 30 something percent, go back to data analytics, 31 percent of my listeners as of last week are from Arkansas. So that's why I say that. Um, But um, those in our, uh, you know, other parts of the country that are listening to this and aren't a part of it already, um, what uh, is it? Is it easy to find you, easy to get hooked up with you? Uh, Is it something you're taking on new users every day? Are you still in pilot form?
1: No. So we take, yeah, we have new clients every day, we have new agencies every day, um, always taking them on. Best way to reach us is just go to Tarmica.com. T-A-R-M-I-K-A.com. That means nothing. If,
0: if you email <laughs> Tarmica me, means nothing. But Tarmica you means nothing.
1: The- if, if you email me and ask for a demo, that would be a terrible decision. So probably, <laughs> go, probably go to anyone else at our company but me.
0: So T-A-R-M-I-K-A.com.
1: Yep, you got it. And if you That's click it. contact, Anyone, you'll find everyone's email address probably but mine because they don't want me doing demos anymore. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome.
0: Um, so tell me, uh, is there anything else that we've missed? Anything else? Uh, I know you've got meetings to go to. Uh, I've got to get kids to school. <laughs> what, uh, anything else that we're missing? Anything else you want to talk about? Um, as far no, as Tarmica goes, because I think,
1: think it's awesome. Other than you being a Red Sox fan and me being a Red Sox fan. I think we pretty much got it covered. I wish you were a Patriots fan too, but I highly doubt you are.
0: No, uh, and that's the hard thing because when I tell people I'm a Red Sox fan, they immediately ask me, Are you a Celtics fan or are you a Patriots fan? And you know, it's hard. I, I was here's the problem, and you're gonna hate this answer. So I'm gonna go ahead. We may have to edit some stuff out. But I I loved the Patriots until Tom Brady and the Belichick days. That's what killed me. And I know Tom Brady's the greatest quarterback ever. I, I don't know. I'm an SEC guy, and so I was a Peyton Manning fan for years, and there was that rivalry there. Um, but no, being from the South, I'm a Tennessee Titans fan. So, um, right. and we're we're doing really well right now, actually six and two, seven and two. Um, so I'm pretty yeah, it's, pumped.
1: It, it's good though because the regular season really matters when it comes to winning Super Bowls, right? <laughs> <laughs> seven and two doesn't mean anything unless you. Unless... I, I hear you. Come on. No, I. Um, no, I
0: respect. I respect. I really do. It's interesting to see, again, we're in the sports now on an insurance show, which is great. Maybe give them a reprieve from the boring insurance stuff. But well,
1: speaking of insurance, I mean, I'm guessing so Trevor Lawrence and probably, you know, all these other quarterbacks in, in college football right now, they probably have insurance on their legs, on their arms, you know, if they get hurt. So it, we're still talking about insurance technically.
0: No, you're that's a stretch, but we're there. We're there. We're there. <laughs> No, we're there. So, uh, you know, it's interesting to see before we get off here to see how well Brady's doing on one side of the fence in Florida, and Belichick and Cam are having a little bit of a harder time up there. So I'm wondering, was it Brady that made Belichick look good, or was it Belichick that made Brady look good?
1: Which one Which one came first, the chicken or the egg? So so it's it's both. The first couple Super Bowls were all Belichick. because okay. Brady was still young. He wasn't really all – I mean, he was great, but he wasn't – the best quarterback of all time. Then you get to like 2006, 2007 time when they went 16 and out in 2007. That was mostly Brady. And the last three Super Bowls were mostly Brady. But I will say we have a lot of guys that opted out this year because of COVID. There's no receiving core. You wait right. till this year when we have that draft capital. We have uh, we have some additional uh, cap space there. It'll be a Brady Belichick Super Bowl, and Belichick's going to win it. I don't know
0: about that one. And back to your regular season, 16-0, y'all didn't win a Super Bowl that year.
1: <laughs> I knew you were going to say it. I should have just said 16 now. No, you're fine. Okay, so
0: um, let's, let's get back to the, to the show for a minute that people are listening to. Uh, do me a couple of favors. Uh, starting off, uh, the first thing I'll say is and maybe we just did this. Uh, with the You can talk anything you want to. Uh, my favorite part of the show, the last two minutes of the show, three minutes – I'm going to hit mute and just let you talk about anything you want to. Uh, thing we missed as far as insurance. If you want to talk about how great the Patriots are or whatever, I don't care. Um, I had a guy one time. You know, anyway, talk about whatever you want to. If you want to inspire us, educate us, innovate, you know, whatever you want to do. The last two minutes of yours, I'm hitting mute. And you're going to talk. If it's silence, it's going to be boring. So
1: it's, it's funny you say that. So I actually had the same conversation with an insurance company a couple of weeks ago. It's like, hey, what's the most important thing to you? about starting this company, that's what I always talk about is, you know, what did I think was important when starting a company? And starting a company in insurance, because I don't think the culture at most insurance companies is all that great. It's getting better now. But the most important thing to me when starting this company was our culture and making sure people wanted to come in every day and people wanted to work every day and people were actually enjoying themselves. You don't want people showing up at eight and leaving at four. Um, yeah, that's a full day's work, but they're not accomplishing anything. So what I always talk about is, is when starting a company, I think the only right decision I made, the only thing we didn't make a mistake on because everything else had errors and mistakes and, and hiccups was making sure that we led with culture. That was probably our biggest thing. So if anyone's starting an insure tech, I think that's what needs to be focused on is making sure your employees are happy, enjoy coming to work. You find the right team that actually wants to be here and wants to grow with you. Um, and that's not about you know free lunches and equity and all that nonsense. It's about actually making them enjoy what they do every day. And making it fun, uh, entertaining. Because I mean, I am—I'm 27 years old. So if I'm going to work every day, even when I was at Travelers, I wanted to enjoy myself. And I think everyone else that you're coming into the working world now has already been in the working world. And that's what they care about. Um, so if anyone that's listening to this actually wants to start a company, that was the only mistake I did not make was was doing that.
0: Yeah, you, you don't have a name for your company, but as long as you've got good culture, you're set. People wanted to work for a company without a name.
1: That's impressive.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is impressive. And at twenty you said twenty-seven years. So you started this process at twenty-five. I did most kids are still drunk in a bar, passed out, you know, waking up at ten o'clock in the morning or even later, and you're starting a company.
1: So I, I still was getting drunk in a bar, but I would still be getting up at, at four o'clock in the morning because I had to I had to get to work. But no, it's yeah, it's it's funny. I twenty
0: five and you started a company is impressive, bro.
1: Thank you. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was definitely. This is why I made so many mistakes, though, because yeah, there's a reason why successful companies are usually started by people who have been in the working industry for a long time. Because you don't know anything. I literally knew nothing, and I still know nothing. But I'm willing to listen to people, and I know what I don't know. So I, you know, it, it gets easier over time. Oh, that's.
0: That's awesome. Uh, I, I, again, I'm super impressed um, as I dropped my, uh, my camera there. Uh, but that's all right. Uh, so uh, last thing we'll do, we did that. Now, uh, contact info. If they wanted to find you, uh, gosh, you'd think after 35 of these, I'd know what I was doing by now. But anyway, um, talk to me about your contact info. How can they can find you? I know you don't, you don't want them to find you for demos, but you're a sales guy. So you want them to find you for sales or at least talk to you or book you for another podcast. Anyway, talk to me. Tell me contact.
1: Yeah, so best way to reach me is my email. So it's uh, my name, R-A-G-H-A-V dot T-A-N-N-A at Tarmica.com. And that's pronounced Raghav. That's pronounced Raghav, yeah. Raghav Tana. Raghav. Last name's easier. Um, there you go. Rags Tana. <laughs> rags Tana, exactly. That's perfect.
0: Uh, okay, so uh, now that, you know, we've spent this much time together, I feel like we're on a Rags. We're on a nickname level. I can call you no, Rags now. <laughs> uh, exactly. the the mayor and the rags um but anyhow uh, thanks again bro i really appreciate you coming on uh it was a lot of fun good luck with everything and uh come back and vis- visit us again sometime
1: absolutely i appreciate you having me on brother
0: thank you so much for checking out my conversation with Mr. Rags Tana. He did a great job today. And I really hope that the content that he and I brought to the table today made you a better insurance professional. That's my goal with every one of these podcasts. If you've not subscribed yet, please go ahead and do so. Anytime you see my stuff on Facebook, please like it, share it, comment on it. It it helps me. Uh, You understand being a business owner, being in business at all, trying to grow your brand is all important through social and any other kind of help that you could give me would be awesome uh today show was recorded edited and produced and all that good stuff by my man ryan over at ready set podcast go to www.getreadysetpodcast.com if you've got an idea for your own show i think Whatever's in your head right now floating around, you think, I could make a podcast out of this, call Ryan. Guarantee you can. I guarantee you'll do a good job. Ready, set, podcast. Turning your brilliant idea into a reality. Thank you again, guys. I look forward to hanging out with you again next week.